Farmers today are facing rising costs, volatile markets, and extreme weather. The Better Way to Farm podcast digs into strategies to help you take control of farm inputs and maximize profit so your farm can thrive for generations. Remember to take advantage of our free resources at abetterwaytofarm.com. Now, from America's heartland, here's your host. Welcome back to the A Better Way to Farm podcast, where we spend each and every day providing solutions for farmers to grow better crops and to make more money. I'm National Field Agronomist Tyler Hall, and today we have a fun episode, one that I was talking to Rod a little bit about and the rest of the team and it really kind of sparked some some interest and in, in not a lot of debate, really. If you have joined us at any of the Fundamentals of Agronomy programs that we've had, whether it be this year or in years past, or followed us on any of the social media platforms for any amount of time at all, you know that we strive to be more efficient with limiting factors, with most of the nutrition. I am very, very adamant that we do not need to apply as much nitrogen as we've been applying. We've actually been over applying nitrogen for years and we don't need to purchase a particular jug of nitrogen in a bottle and then ultimately, oddly enough, decrease our amount of nitrogen that we use. I I absolutely believe that we are just over applying And ultimately, we can just throttle back on our applications and still see those increased yields with a decrease in applied nitrogen. Now, there's more to this story, and you will absolutely have to join us at the next two-day Fundamentals of Agronomy event that we've got. Um, We're about midway through the season in 2023-2024, but we still have some time for you to get out there and for you to listen to the rest of the stories. So I had the pleasure of meeting Dr. Mulvaney and Rod's talked about this before on the on the platform, but he discusses nitrogen utilization as it goes through the corn plant. And one of the things that I wanted to, to discuss today was the beautiful weather that we've had almost entirely, especially through the larger, you know, corn growing states through the Midwest, the I states. And I'll throw Nebraska in there as well. We've had a very, very, very mild fall slash winter. Now, as you listen to this, we did just get hit a a week or two ago with an absolute monster of a winter storm that blew through the basically the entire United States. I happen to be in southern in the southern U.S. doing these two day fundamentals of agronomy shows. And it was even cold down there. We're down in Mississippi and, and those people down there didn't know how to handle all the cold weather basically shut the entire town down and the hotel uh, we were in didn't have adequate heating to heat the hotel. So it was good that day two, it was good to get out of there. But ultimately what I wanted to talk about was, especially in the Midwest, we see a lot, a lot, a lot of anhydrous ammonia, fall applied anhydrous ammonia put out there. And, you know, it was interesting. We share pictures back and forth. And I know that I sent one to Rod. It was either... Uh, the last day of September or the first day of October, and the soil temp was anywhere from from say the four inch soil temp was anywhere from sixty seven to seventy five degrees that day, and it just shocks me and amazes me that people. It seems like we just keep pulling on gas earlier and earlier, and so my kind of thought to Rod the other day was, hey, we've had a pretty mild year. And my concern is that all this fall applied ammonia 
will be converted to nitrate nitrogen by the time the spring rolls around and especially by the time that the corn plant needs it. You know, the corn plant only needs about a third of the nitrogen or or about, you know, 30 to maybe 50 pounds max up until the corn plant hits that kind of critical V5, V6 time frame. And then after that, it needs the additional two thirds. But you're looking at, you know, late June, early July before that corn plant needs a bulk of its nitrogen. And the one thing that we know about nitrate nitrogen is how bad it leaches. You know, it's negatively charged and therefore will push through the soil profile anytime we get, you know, substantial rains or or anything like that. So I thought it was interesting, and some of the information that I wanted to share had to do with the things that we talk about in that two-day fundamentals of agronomy program. And, you know, we will show a slide that talks about the nitrification process and the conversion of the positive form ammonia nitrogen to the negative form nitrate nitrogen. And the chart that we show is that around October 1st, you'll get 75% of your conversion from ammonia, the positive form, to the negative form that fall. And the scary thing is, is that was kind of based on an assumption that by around October 1st, and even as we approach November 1st, that the soil temps are 50 degrees and getting colder. And, And as you approach November 1st and December 1st, now all of a sudden, you know, you're closer to the the freezing point. But one of the things we have to remember is that the bugs in the soil that are doing this converting, they don't cease to exist once, a, you know, the, the ground freezes over. It's obviously harder for them to work, but they are still working up until that point. And again, as you go beyond, you know, 45, 50, 55 degrees in that soil temp, the conversion is pretty extreme. And so, I wanted to share a, uh, I'm going to quote Dr. Dave Franzen from NDSU, and one of the things he talked about with fall applied anhydrous ammonia, he talked about a nitrification inhibitor, which he even mentions that he doesn't really like the term stabilizer, and I don't either because there's a lot of people on the market that sell quote-unquote nitrogen stabilizers. But if you put the particular nitrogen stabilizer in the soil, it has no regard for the nitrification process. So it does you no good anyway. Another thing that we discussed at that two-day fundamentals of agronomy. So if you would like to learn more about the nitrification, you know, the the nitrogen stabilizer that you may be using and if it actually works or not, you need to hit us up and and you need to come to one of those two-day meetings. But what Dr. Franzen said, he said that that nitrogen stabilizer can be used to protect against the unusual late starting freeze up, but it should not be used to push the date of the application any earlier, because if you have a late freeze up, then all of a sudden you would erase the advantage of even using a fall applied nitrification inhibitor anyway. So the interesting thing with that is if you think about how early we started this year using fall applied gas, you can then make the assumption that the conversion is not going to be 75% that the previous research states, because we've had such an unusually warm fall and most of our winter, now you can start to kind of piece together that the nitrogen conversion from the ammonium form to the nitrate form 
is going to be, you know, probably closer to 100%. And a lot of guys that put on fall applied anhydrous ammonia or even spring applied anhydrous ammonia, that's generally 100% of their nitrogen program. Now, I'm going to ask you, as you listen to that, what do you think is going to happen as we convert more of the positive form of nitrogen that sticks to the soil colloid, we, we convert it more into the nitrate form that will leach? What's going to happen as we get these early rains and, and as the, the season progresses and we need late season nitrogen to fill our kernels so that we can increase our test weight? What are your thoughts? What do you think is going to happen as that nitrate gets more of that nitrogen gets converted to nitrate and and the spring turns into the summer? My question to you is, going out and applying nitrogen in the fall, really ultimately what's most efficient? You know, we hear all the time, well, Tyler, you know what? It's just the cheapest form of nitrogen. You know, it's just, you know, we got to pinch pennies and we got to look at saving dollars. Well, I'm telling you right now, there's, it's not just us, but there's tons of research out there that shows split applying is the most efficient way to apply your nitrogen. And whether you are doing it, you know, a pound for pound, dollar for dollar, I, I understand the the argument that, you know, anhydrous ammonia is the cheapest form of nitrogen. But if you look at the intangible things, look at what you're doing right now as that nitrogen converts on these warm winter days to nitrate nitrogen. And now all of a sudden we flush it through the groundwater. I know some of you that are listening to this happen to be around the Des Moines watershed. And a few years ago, there's a huge lawsuit down there. Or if you happen to be listening to this and you're a part of the entire Mississippi River Delta as it pushes down through Louisiana, they talk about the hypoxia zone in the Gulf of Mexico and how detrimental that is to the habitat down there, the wildlife, and all of that stuff. So I I just simply ask, is fall applied nitrogen worth it at all? Why are we going out there and doing it? Why in years that we have this (laughs) tremendous, I mean, it's tremendous weather. I, I do a ton of soil sampling for the team. A lot of you guys know that. And I was able to soil sample basically two years worth of soil in one year because of the phenomenal fall and great early winter we've had. But that doesn't make it ideal for the nutrition that we're putting out there. And you can always listen to Rod say, everything in agriculture is good for someone. But we just want to make sure that it's good for you. You need to make sure that it's good for you. And I strongly urge you, If you have applied your nitrogen already, think about what's happening. Think about that conversion process that's taking place on these nice winter days. You know, luckily, we have had temperatures that have pushed below freezing. There was a few times December 12th, we got below freezing. But even at the end of the year, we were there were places in the state of Iowa that were anywhere from 33 degrees to 38 degrees. And that's the part that scares me. So again, if this is you, if it's affecting you and you have concern, please, please, please reach out to the team. I'd highly recommend you ask us how to get to the next two-day fundamentals of agronomy program, and we can talk about your future and how we can make your nitrogen program even more efficient than it already is and figure out how 
to reallocate some of those nitrogen dollars to where you can actually utilize them to address limiting factors that are going to ultimately increase yield and make more money. Now, again, as we close this episode down, I want to thank you very much for tuning into this. And as always, we hope that you have a better day. You're listening on the Verbal Crowd Network. Find more great shows at verbalcrowd.com. We'll be right back. 